Welcome to Nasra Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we're going to talk about Python, which before we actually get into anything, it's funny because it makes the sounds that the anaconda in anacondas made, which is a dumb sound, but they stole like two sound effects from that voice acting performance that made those sounds. So you get to hear that a lot. But the only reason I like think it's funny is because this fucking snake uses its tail like a knife. It's dumb. Not even going to try to deny that. But the funny part is, in Anacondas 3 and 4, 3 or 4, can't remember which one, it could be both, the fucking Anaconda has a blade on its tail. It has a legit machete sticking off the end of its tail that it uses as a weapon. And it's like, why the fuck would you copy Python? (laughs) But anyway, so this snake in Python is uh, pretty much CGI the whole time, except for like some tail shots so luckily the only horrific cgi in this one is the actual snake instead of literally everything like the last movie but just because the visual effects on the snake suck doesn't mean the dead bodies don't look great because we have some melted people and it looks real good sure i'm gonna complain about it because it's a snake and when a snake eats something It basically dissolves the bone as well, is the best way to say it, because that's what happens. In other words, it's not like an owl where they puke up a pellet. They just digest it all. So I don't know where all these cops are finding all these bones, because the snake wouldn't throw them up and just be snake poop. Is there anything else I can complain about, about the anatomy of this fucking snake? Well, it's got fangs, which is kind of annoying, but kind of not, because it's an amalgamation of snakes. They don't say pythons, but they say snakes. And green tree pythons have fangs, so I guess I can eat my words on that one when I was a kid. But it also throws up acid. It doesn't really throw up acid. It pumps acid in the glands and it's cheeks and then it sprays it out kind of like the way the dragons spray fire in rain of fire but here's the thing i'm gonna complain about this because why in the fuck does it throw up puke acid puke like hear me out they even bring this up in the movie at one point they liken it to uh spitting cobras spitting venom to subdue their prey or scare off a bad guy here's the thing why didn't you just make it spray necrotic venom out of its fangs and then use that as an example sure necrotic venom doesn't work that way it has to be injected but it's a movie also do you have any idea how long animals stay inside snakes before they're like melted away a real fucking long time so it's stomach acid probably wouldn't be worth talking about just saying but in this movie it's really good acid all right so we got a few people in here we have robert england as the herpetologist no this isn't why i wanted to be a herpetologist maybe um okay so if you don't know who robert england is you're new to life because he's freddy krueger and he was in the newest season of stranger things so that was cool to see we got casper van d or dean however you say his last name literally i know him from starship troopers starship troopers 3 the newest animated starship troopers (laughs) and a shark movie that i can't remember the name of do i like casper of course i do Is he one of the reasons why I watched this movie? Yeah. Is he the main character? Not at all. So, by the way, heads up, if you want to watch the Starship Troopers franchise, you only need to watch three of them. The first two, because there's only one good one. So, the first one's good. The second one isn't great, but it's like, just small enough to be worth watching. And then you have the first animated one, and then all the rest of them can go fuck themselves. Okay, next person. The sheriff of the town, I know his voice, and I looked up him, and apparently I know him from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um, 
Happy Days, and uh, Married with Children. I'm going to go ahead and guess it's probably Married with Children because I feel like my brother forced me to watch that more than all those other shows. Then we got Deputy Greg, who is the bad guy, the bad kid in Karate Kid. He's in the the new Cobra Kai series as the, the mentor guy or whatever. I didn't watch it. That's all I know. And literally, oh, that's all I know him from. He's in the second Python movie. That's about it. And then we got Lewis, Deputy Lewis. He's in lots of stuff. Like, he's in Jury Duty with Polly Shore. He's the guy on trial. He plays in a few things, but right, the main thing that I know him from is Idle Hands. He's one of the two cops. He's a cop in this one. He's trying to be funny in both. He's basically the same character. Only he doesn't get tased in the face to death. And Jenny McCarthy's in this movie to be the same character she is in Basketball, basically. Or acts the same. And then the pilot in the very beginning is the coach in Not Another Teen Movie, goddammit. I think that's everybody I know from something. Oh, apparently a little kid that kicks a car is Will Wheaton. I only know that because I looked it up. I don't care about Will Wheaton at all. So this is supposed to be a horror comedy. But it's not very good at the comedy, which is funny because I don't care. I still like this movie. The comedy is so like doesn't hit a lot, but it makes it just like, I don't know. It's like you mix a stoner movie. Like the jokes aren't like stonery, but they're bad like stoner movies uh, with a giant snake monster. And it kind of just fits. It makes it like feel lighthearted while you're looking at melted people. Just dumb quips. I I didn't even realize it was a horror comedy until I, it said it was. That's how awesome the comedy is. <laughs> so, like, it's a bad movie. Not even going to act like it's not. I feel like they were just trying to rip off Anaconda and they use Python. Because that's the answer. There's no way that's not the answer. But, I don't know. All these people I like in it. And, I mean, Casper Van D has this accent that I don't know what he's doing. Robert England is just playing Robert England. And he's great at it. I guess, really, there's only, like... One or two, like, bad, not bad, eh, maybe bad, performances. The uh, the girlfriend of the main character, his name is John Cooper, and John Cooper's brother, his name's Brian Cooper, spelled differently. I don't know, they just, uh, everybody else, eh, Tommy sucks too, but I think his writing is why he sucks. He's like a stoner dude without the weed, so it, like, makes it not work. He's got pink hair and piercings and stuff, which, like, one of his nipples is pierced, and I think some of his ears are pierced. I don't know. I mean, I have piercings, but his look douchier than I feel like mine look. Uh, his purpley pink hair doesn't help. He's like, so there's three actors that aren't very good, I guess. So, Casper's good, except for his accent. Robert England's great. Karate Kid dude's awesome. The dude from Married with Children, just, he's great. The cop guy, if you liked him in Idle Hands, you'll like him here. So, like, the acting doesn't bring this movie down. It's just a terrible CGI movie. But it's great. It's worth it. It's probably like a 4 out of 10. But enjoyment, for me at least, we're gonna say a solid 7. Like, Anaconda is like 8 or a 9. Like, both ways. This one's like a, a 4 and a 7. Don't worry about it. The point is, it's a shitty movie, but it's fun to watch. And that's all I have to say about that. So let's get into the overview after the ramble's over. Okay, we're on a plane, goddammit. And the pilot is like, open up that goddamn crate, goddammit. And then the guy is like shining a light in there and you see like a tail move. And he's like, I don't think we should be open this. And he's like, goddammit, open the goddamn thing, goddammit. So he opens it and... Uh, its tail explodes part of the plane out, and then the plane crashes. 
I have no idea how or why it could do that. So now we're at a campsite and they didn't hear the, the plane like explode, by the way. And we have Lisa. Actually, we have Roberta going down on Lisa, but she calls him him. She calls her Robert. And then they make up a little bit. And then Lisa starts touching and feeling. And Roberta's like, by the way, Roberta has a hat on. So it looks like a dude. It's supposed to be a joke, but it's not that funny. Um, So they're trying to make up from saying Robert. And she's like, too tight. And Lisa's like, I'm not even touching you. And then there's a snake that makes a rattle sound. And it's a fucking Burmese python. And I'm just like, why'd you give it the rattle? It's not a rattlesnake. There's like one set of snakes that does that. And it's a rattlesnake. The only other snakes that rattle are fake rattles. And there was no leaves for them to rattle against. So it shouldn't have rattled. It's just a movie thing. I fucking, if you're a snake person, shit like that. You're like, nah, it wasn't the right one. (laughs) But the snake's name is Lady G. And Roberta... Does not like Lady G, so she goes out to take a leak and a smoke and to get eaten by a giant snake. And then Lisa hides herself in the tent. And then we cut to this dude riding a bike the next day. And he's riding that shit hard. Remember in The Eye of the Beast where that chick was, the main cop chick was running? It's like that, but with a bike. He's going real fast and Greg stops his car in front of him and he bounces off of it a little bit. And he's like, you need to slow it down. They have some tension. So he goes to his bro's uh, plating business. That'll be important for later. They don't get along. All right, so this is what happened before the movie started. The reason he's on a bike and he's not driving a car is because he was a professional biker. I don't know. It's like a off-roady-ish bike. It doesn't look like a... I don't know what the kind of race it was. Whatever. He went pro, so he left the business to go do that, and then he's back in town for whatever reason. And the brother is like, you don't care about this or dad because you left and did your own dreams. You didn't stay with the family business. It's like, cool, he's back now. Why don't you shut the fuck up, Brian? But anyway, he leaves to go with Tommy. The girls are at the lake. We learn at the lake that, or we learn on the way to the lake that Tommy thinks money is the only thing that matters. But then the conversation with the girlfriends is like, I don't care about money. I love him, but I haven't had sex with him. And she's complaining about all he talks about is sex. And it's like, I can't imagine why. But anyway, they're both stupid. I mean, they just need to talk it out and just be done with it. She's talking about marriage. And he's like, I'm not going to pop the question until I have money. And it's like, dude, at least one of you is going to die by the end of this movie. Calm down. So when they get to the lake, we learn that Cooper stole Kristen from Greg. And that's why Greg and Cooper are not friends anymore. Because while he was gone on his bike tour thing, they were going to get married. And then he came back and she decided to not get married. So Greg takes it out on Cooper. Greg rolls up. Oh, They find Lady G at the lake, and both the guys are like, oh, that's Lady G, it's Lisa's snake. And both the girlfriends are like, how do you know Lisa? And Tommy's like, everybody knows Lisa. And then Greg rolls up, takes Lady G because of a missing persons report. We find Lisa's body, which still has bones, which makes no sense. And she's dissolved. Lewis is like, didn't you used to date her? And Greg's like, everybody used to date her. She's done being a joke now because she's dead. So the sheriff thinks, well, Lou and Greg are, because it's dissolved, right, with acid. So they think it's Cooper because the plating acid, right? Which makes sense. But the sheriff is like, but it could be Roberta because they haven't found her yet. But with the acid bath at their place, Greg and Lewis question Cooper and they don't, have a lot of questions it's more like a dick waving contest a little bit but you can tell there's a lot of animosity there we go to where dr robert england is his name is rudolph and he's going to meet with uh casper van d's character jenny mccarthy and 
Kenny the Closer, who uh, Tommy works for, and Cooper needs to go to the house that they're at right now to pick up a Polaroid camera for Tommy because Tommy can't and he forgot it. So Cooper's on his way to this house, but he's not there. So Jenny and Kenny are like flirting through closing on a house because Kenny's a realtor. Jenny is trying to buy said super big, fancy, expensive house. And it's it's literally innuendos left and right. Back to Casper. We learn that Robert cares more about the snake than humans because it's a genetic gold mine. And that's where we learn it's a hybrid and it's big. Back to the innuendos. While she's talking about how big it is and how she can't like make it fit in her budget, they hear a bang in the garage and Kenny thinks it's Will Wheaton. So he goes and checks it out. He takes a sword because he's trying to scare this kid. His car is fucked. And then he gets attacked and that ruckus makes Jenny call the cops and go check it out. But uh, as soon as she does, she does a stock. There's a lot of stock effects in this movie. Stock sound effects. She does the stock woman scream. And then uh, the the snake flicks her head off with its tail and it rolls up onto Kenny who just got thrown into a wall. And then he tries to leave through the garage door, but it pukes acid all over him. There's also a pile of bones in the corner. I don't know how this 126 foot long python, it's big fucking python, hid in this garage because uh, it would have filled it is why it's weird that it could hide in there. Now Coop rolls up. Coop Cooperson. Basketball references still. She's dead. Let's leave it alone. Coop rolls up to fetch the camera. He just catches a glimpse of its tail. And, you know, dead bodies. Back to Casper and Rob. Casper wants to kill it. Rob wants to catch it. This is where we learn that's 126 feet. It can, it's an all-terrain, 126 mile, or 126 foot, over 50 miles per hour, anti-tank level skin, enhanced night vision, and it is voraciously hunting people. Awesome. Good luck. Uh, the cops question Cooper at the house, and he says he saw a tail and scales, and they kind of laugh at him a little bit, but... They end up shutting the the plating business down because they find the other bones in there that have also been stripped. After he gets yelled at by his brother for ruining that place, even though it literally had nothing to do with him, uh, Greg fucking ruins his bike. How he ruins his bike makes no sense because he just pulls out in front of him and he rides into it. The most it would have done was bent the tire rim, which is totally replaceable. But it looks like it got ran the fuck over by a bulldozer instead of a cop car. Like, a car can run over a bike and it wouldn't have squished it as bad as this. Promise. So they get in a big-ass fight. In it's they, they start the fight next to the cop car, and then they do the dumb thing that people do where they just, like, spear people and carry them farther for no reason instead of just punching people. And they make it into a playground with kids playing in the middle of a park, and they fight each other up the jungle gym and then through the slide, and they're friends again. But this is where we learn that the bike was not replaceable. It's the one that won him. Like, he got a prototype bike that was, like, baller as shit, and he gave it to Tommy. Because his bike was his bike. And it's dead. It was also a $2,600 bike. Fuck and that. Also we learn... I mean, Greg apologizes for destroying the super sentimental bike. Greg wants to be a special agent. Man, we learned that about him. The cops find Kenny's body. They figure out it's him from his stupid fake watch. And they make a joke about he's how he is fake. But it's so like deadpan and dry. It doesn't feel like it's a joke. And they also figure out that the bones in the garage were Roberta. So now Coop is arrested because he's the number one suspect. And there's a little altercation. Because when Lewis goes to arrest him, then Greg comes up. And they're in front of like the main friend group. And Christian... F- Kristen freaks out on Greg and she like keeps going and he's like that's fine but and then she keeps going and he's like it's cool and then she keeps going and he's like are you done and she's like 
no. And then he's like, why don't you two have it out? And he's like, we fucking did if you'd shut up. In other words, Greg's on fucking Coop's side now. So while they're, our Casper's team made it to town and they're working with the sheriff, the, sh- the sheriff is like, so there's a Rambo type who you had locked in a box since 74 and he in a mental institution and he escaped and then they're like is there any questions and he's like yeah just one uh how do you expect me to believe this horse shit which was pretty funny and then casper's like yeah you just need to believe this horse shit and he's like all right now they play good cop bad cop greg is normally bad cop but greg's not bad anymore he's good guy now so he lets lou be the bad cop for the first time and lou overacts this whole everything it's great He's like a goofier version of the cop from Idle Hands. So Greg says to do this pretty much just to humiliate Lou. He eggs him on through it. It's great. He pushes him in all the wrong directions. So the sheriff comes in and he's like, set him free. It wasn't him because it was what the Merc said. Fucking done deal. So they're planning their next step in a water treatment plant that just so happens to be sunk underground like a fucking bunker because some stupid shit that has to do with some stupid shit. So it's a water bunker. They have satellite imaging that shows what they think is the snake, which there's nothing else it could be. Rob sees a red line that's like splitting off from the yellow snake line. And you just see him ponder. And then Casper's like, it's probably a radar echo, you know, or or not (laughs) because it's a movie. Uh, Robert's still trying to get him to capture it. And the cops make roadblocks and stay posted there. They go in they get a visual on its tail and then they blow the shit out of the area. And it's just the shed skin. Which Robert England probably should have said something, but he didn't, so all the mercs die. And unfortunately, this is where Casper meets his end. He gets stabbed in the back by a snake tail. Pretty sure it would have just squished off past him and he got knocked down, but what do I know? I've had a python, and I've stabbed my hand on its tail before. It didn't hurt. And no, it's not because of this movie. They have a little point on the end of their tail. I was seeing how pointy it was. I was 10. Leave me alone. All right. All the mercs died. Casper gets stabbed in the back. Robert gets away. Him and his little baby ball python he has in his pocket the whole movie. It's actually a juvie. Um, but he does it by standing still, which makes no sense because I'm going to let you in on a secret about snakes. I know. They can smell you with their tongues. So standing still doesn't do anything. Especially since it's mixed with pythons who have the fucking thermal sensor organ that I can never remember what it's called. So it's like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not a T-Rex. Calm down. But he gets away. And then we get to Tommy and Teresa at Teresa's house. And it's the morning and they're about to go on a trip with Cooper and Kristen. But she gets attacked in the shower. And here's more comedy. She sprays soap in its eyes. But it's baby tear free kind. And then she throws a rubber ducky at it. And then Tommy gets eaten. And then she gets away. But the snake is chasing because it's a 50 mile per hour snake. And uh, she ends up pinning its head against a tree, right? And then the snake wraps its tail around the axle. And she hauls ass to get a head start, right? And it just rips the axle out of the truck. And she runs away into a crevice and the snake almost gets her but then while this shit was going on the other group was getting worried so they're on their way and they find the truck and uh they honk the horn which gets the snake to go towards them they get on bikes and outrun it somehow fuck if i know if it can go 50 miles an hour and you're on a fucking bike anyway we find that lou is dead and then they find the water bunker and then they go down there and they see robert and robert's having a breakdown because he just stared the devil in the eye and he agrees to kill the snake Teresa comes into the bunker it's like scary but we know it's not the snake because the pov wasn't close enough to the ground or it was too high or it wasn't high enough off the ground depends on in other words the snake doesn't do a lot of mid shots is what i'm saying but then we learn that robert and his team found the snake in asia i thought they made it it, may, it would make more sense that they made it he knows 
so much about it. It's like, okay. So the new plan is to get the snake down into the bunker and blow that shit up. But here's the problem. They do all that and Teresa gets to press the button because revenge for Tommy. And uh, it doesn't go off. So Robert runs in there, closes the door behind him, and manually blows up the whole fucking place. Trying to redeem himself for all the deaths he caused by wanting to save the snake. Because if he would have told him that it was shedding its skin... Maybe they would have had a better chance. Also, they called Greg at some point because they needed a ride. And the sheriff is alive, maybe? I don't... He didn't die. He just, like, went to check on the mercs and then he's gone. So I don't know if he's dead. But anyway, uh, the bomb goes off and it makes a really cool explosion. Like, when they fucking unleashed on it earlier, fucking lots of explosions. They weren't CGI explosions. Like I said, the only shitty CGI thing in this whole movie is the fucking snake. But anyway, it's it's a big ass explosion. The fucking all the whole ground. Uh, unfortunately, the snake didn't die, so it chases them. They take them to the the plating plant. They get in there and uh, they distract it a few different times. It throws up kind of once, and then it doesn't anymore. Even though that would have solved its problems a couple of times. Uh, Cooper gets it over the acid tanks, and Christian Kristen lowers the. Some guards or whatever. I don't know what they are. But lowers them. Knocks the snake in there. And the horrifically bad. (laughs) Okay. So its stomach like dissolves open. It looks really bad by the way. And then it like organs stretch out of it. As if it was like a person's torso. It's like the stomach isn't even there for that snake. All that stuff isn't inside that snake. Some muscles in tube. That's about it. Not all that. That just goes out. It's like so flat. There's no 3D to it. It's literally like a sheet of paper got stretched down and into the water. It's great. It's good time. (laughs) Six months later, uh, Cooper and his bro opened a bike shop and they have some fame because they killed the snake. The snake didn't fully dissolve, so there was an ability to prove it, by the way. The head of the snake survived. Also, the head of the snake would have still been trying to kill him way longer than it decided to die. Snakes don't like to stay dead. Or like, you can kill them. And they're a reptile, so their heads still move. That's why if you've ever seen anybody like... We're going to say catching and cleaning a snapping turtle, and they cut off its head, and it's sitting there. Don't stick your finger in its mouth, because it'll still bite your finger off. So the snake would have been still writhing around, even though part of it got melted, is all I'm trying to say. But it's six months later, they have that shit. Uh, Kristen's pregnant. Greg is a special agent now, and Greg is the... I don't remember if he's the main character to Pythons 2, but he is a very important character. He's the one that tells everybody how to fucking not die in the situation. But we're not going to do Pythons 2 next week. We are going to do Screamers because I want to watch Screamers. And this gives me an excuse to do that. Plus, Screamers is fucking great. So that's all for this week. I'll talk to you all next week. Have a good week. Bye.